If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. headlines for news junkies. I'm going to talk about Lamar Odom. Because we're standing at the bedside of a nightmare that's called the American Dream. As Lamar Odom hangs between life and death, family members gather themselves to his bedside all the news media guys, <clears throat> they're mostly men, <clears throat> can only speculate like, how many times he must have had sex with the ladies at the brothel before he felt it was necessary to take 10 herbal Vi- Viagras in order to continue his desire to escape from the nightmare of his personal reality. <clears throat> and as the rest of us wait to hear whether he decides to stay here and keep on keeping on or whether he decides there really isn't any more he can do to feel any more successful or to do anything more to be better than what he was or to rack up any more statistics that prove that he's one of the best basketball players in the U.S. I mean, he is young. He's only 35. But his life with Chloe's over. If he was ever going to marry the mother of his children, he would have done that a long time ago. So he has a lot to think about while he hovers in those realms where eternal souls have an opportunity to view and review the past, the present, and the future. And all of us, as we stand beside the bedside of Lamar Odin, also have the opportunity to look at this soul and to consider if the American dream maybe needs to be reviewed and revised. Because as I look at this story, my heart just weeps and weeps and weeps. I am so sorrowful I can hardly type the script for this show. Because it just seems to me that he was just a pawn in a giant chess game that used him to make as much money as possible. I believe there are sport vultures out there that are constantly looking in the black community to find another Magic Johnson, the next Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant. 
who, by the way, as a Laker team mate of Lamar Odin said just a few hours ago, when we feel the need to question the support of others in moments as critical as life hanging in the balance, then we must question the kind of culture we've created here in the United States. And I say, amen, brother. Because there's so much about this story that reveals to all of us what is so out of balance in our culture. We could really write a Bible on cultural depravity. We could write the Bible of racism, the Bible of wealth and greed, the Bible of manipulation and control. You know, in actuality, while Lamar was a young, free black man in the land of opportunity, his life is a story of slavery. Slavery that is fueled by money. <clears throat> his father was a heroin addict, so his <clears throat> propensity to crave drugs is in his DNA. His mother died of colon cancer when he was 12. I couldn't find out if his mother and father were married, but chances are they weren't. 76% of all black children are born illegitimately, and fathers are not an active force in their lives. He had a history of not being very interested in education, which goes along with a child being raised by a single sick mother who can't make it herself, much less provide any real leadership to her child. So his education was always secondary to his rise as a sports figure. And there's a known processing of passing these good sports players in school, whether they ever learn anything or not. Because it's the sports player who makes the money for the school. His college education also was a masterminded scheme to benefit from his athletic abilities. And a 6.8-inch basketball player who gets practically every rebound for his team, as well as pop in those three-pointers with ease, is just a natural pick for professional basketball. His career, however, was kind of a record more of dodgeball rather than basketball, playing for this team and that team amid various drug violations and injuries. He had never been married until he married Khloe Kardashian, but he had a steady girlfriend who graced him with three children, two who are still living, and a third who died when he was six months old. And Chloe has summoned the children and their mother to the bedside to stand vigil while the media has a field day trying to figure out who gets the money because, you know, in this culture, that's all that matters. And, yes, he has a massive personal net worth. And, I mean, you know, $75,000 for a weekend of so-called rest and relaxation is a mere drop in the bucket for this man because in this culture, he would have been rated extremely successful. That's how depraved this culture has become. And apparently he and Chloe aren't legally divorced yet, and he has no will, even though he has two children whose mother has been raising them by herself all these years. His attorney did make a statement that Odom and Lisa have amicably settled the affairs of the children. You know, our culture's had the audacity to call the Kardashians America's first family like they were royalty. And what makes them royalty? Well, in this culture, royalty is measured by the size of your breasts 
and in the case of the Kardashians, their bottoms. Royalty is also measured by the amount of money that a person can swindle, cahoogle, or squeeze out of another person. And in our culture, the people with money never have enough money. There's never enough. There is always more money to be made as long as the ignorant and the innocent can be so easily manipulated into being a constant consumer in a totally materialistic world that judges success by the possession of things. Kris Jenner is a master manipulator. She understands the childish mentality of the American culture better than Donald Trump. Her girls parade their bottoms and their breasts down Fifth Avenue for all the world to see. And her girls live in gorgeous, huge mansions. And her girls ride in limousines. And her girls cross over boundaries and pick exotic mates. But the story of the Kardashians is an unbelievable phenomenon that could have only happened in a culture that has already started its way down to the lowest common denominator in our country's personal evolution. And the American dream ends up a nightmare of overdose and unconsciousness. The result of... of unrelentless desperation to try to experience the highest high again and again, over and over, that highest high sexual orgasm, which is our culture's measure of happiness. So, plenty of money, plenty of orgasms. That's the American dream. People, it's a nightmare. I told a story about a young black boy on the streets of Ferguson during the riots, and it does bear repeating here. While Ferguson's blacks were rioting and burning down their fellow black neighbors' businesses and burning their cars, one of the national news media guys, who was also there on the street reporting what he was seeing, saw this young boy, and he went over to him to talk to him. Because since it was nearly 10 p.m. and the curfew was about to be enforced, The media guy wondered where this boy came from and where he would go at curfew. So he said, hi. And the kid said, hi. What's your name? Jerome. How old are you? Fifteen. Do you live close by here? No, I live across town. Why are you here? Well, I wanted to see what was happening. So then the media guy said, well, when this is all over, what are you thinking about that you would like to do with your life? And the kid said, I want to be an NBA basketball player. Oh, why do you, why do you want to do that? Because they make lots of money. How tall are you? Five foot seven. Well, are you on your high school's basketball team right now? No. Do you go to high school? No. And at this point, the media guy was just totally flabbergasted, so he just said, well, good luck, and he walked away. How unrealistic is this boy's idea about life? He probably isn't going to be any taller than about 5'9", or maybe possibly 5'10", at the most, 
He isn't even in school, much less already playing on a team, learning how to be a basketball player. All he knows is an NBA basketball player makes lots of money, and he wants lots of money because that's what our culture has taught him. And he surveys the situation. He's figured out that as a black man in our culture, his best bet to having lots of money is to be an NBA basketball player like Lamar Odom. But would he also end up in the back of an ambulance being rushed to the hospital unconscious with his life hanging by a thread? I just have so many questions. Why didn't Lamar marry Lisa, the mother of his children? Why wouldn't he want to provide a stable and loving home for his children? Why wouldn't he want to have provided for his children what he didn't have for himself? Why didn't the Kardashians help him think about this? Why didn't Chloe encourage him to make a will and provide for his children and their mother? Or even as a Kardashian, there isn't enough money, you have to have it all and damn the children? One point during his school years, he apparently went to a religious school. Why didn't those priests or pastors teach this boy something about his divinity? Why wasn't there enough of a relationship with these instructors during that time in his life that would have made some impression on him? So when he began to battle the drug addiction that obviously is running in his DNA, he could go call upon one of those spiritual advisors to help him. Or where is the leadership in the NBA that helps their players with these things? Is it always just the money, no matter what? I believe that Lamar was attracted to the Kardashian family because he was looking for that unconditional mother love that he probably has never had. The mother love that sustains and supports the little boy as he grows into the man. And then sex becomes his expression of love, but there's a fine line between the role of the woman as the mother and the role of the woman as the mistress of sexual appetites. What he saw in Kris Kardashian, Kris Jenner, was a mother who was solidly behind her girls, doing everything that she could think of to help them to be successful, rich and famous. He saw their success as proof that they were loved because our culture measures love by money. He wanted to be a part of the love of the family. He had enough money. He was looking for love. And I believe he found out that the Kardashians are just a money machine. And His disappointment manifested in his actions to the point that Chloe said goodbye, and now he's alone unloved, desperate, and needs a few days at the ranch to rest and relax and kind of sort it all out. A local afternoon talk show host in the greater Los Angeles area said yesterday, boy, I think guys should better reassess being involved with any Kardashian because it seems that guys either end up on drugs in rehab or overdosing and unconscious or they start wearing a dress. 
You know, I'm not excusing Lamar Odin here. I just wish to help all of us see that this is a great, big wake-up call. This is a story that calls for reflection. It's time for us to stop and take stock as we stand at the bedside of this person, Lamar Odom. Is this what we want for our children? Is this what we want for our culture? Is this what we want for our country? Don't you think we need to begin to change our measure of success? Are women just breasts? and bottoms? Is the only high worth going for an orgasm or ten orgasms? What is really important? How much is enough? Let us not let this life die in vain. And if Lamar lives, let his reborn life be the beginning of a new birth here in our country as we look to a new standard of values that will re-empower the American dream of liberty and justice for all, freedom for each person to pursue their path to happiness, which is not measured by money or orgasms. Let us begin again to create a society that is built from the ground up, bounded by the mother love, teaching purity of actions that hurts no one, and where each individual is free to express his or her individuality within boundaries of honesty and integrity. Because the authority of this new birth is the woman, and the woman is the mother of this new birth. And when the woman is no longer just boobs and a big bottom, a new generation of Lamars and others will be able to ascend the ladder of the American dream again without turning it into a nightmare. Our sick and depraved, unconscious culture calls for the mother. Mother, where are you? Mother, come love me. Mother, and in the words of Leonard Cohen, I need you, 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 I need you. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 